0: This is just one of those weeks when there are so many things going on within the space. There are so many stories, and trying to narrow down and pick which topic I'm going to run with for the day has been pretty difficult for most of this week, especially today. So today, what I'm going to do is another one of those rundown stories where I will actually cover some news stories, give some takeaways and highlights of everything that's going on, and of course, throw in my opinions here and there. And normally, that's what I use the newsletter for at niftybusinessweek.com. However, with this, I'm going to have to do an additional one because I usually only feature four stories in that newsletter, but there was, again, just so many headlines, so many different things happening this week, and a lot of this stuff is flying under the radar. Now, for to start with everything, I'm gonna go with the stock market. I know this is a nifty show, you know, NFTs, Web3, and all that stuff, but I just wanted to highlight the fact that in the US, the Dow Jones Industrial Average and all those stock measurements that they use to see how the stock market is doing is actually up. A lot of things are going on. So, of course, this week, we saw that the crypto markets have pumped. ETH is going up, and everyone's saying that's because of the merger, which most likely is true. However, let's not just say it is the merger and ETH really carrying everything that is happening over there, and that's why everything is up. No, across the board, even in the stock market, that's why I wanted to bring up the whole thing with the Dow Jones and all these different measurements, and they're looking at things and seeing that the market is rallying. And of course, that has nothing to do with the ETH merger. Generally speaking, the crypto markets is going to go off of Bitcoin wherever Bitcoin goes for the most part. Again, this is, you know, some new fly-by-night operation that might pump and have a 100x and Bitcoin only goes up or even goes down a few percentages You know, is an outlier. However, generally speaking, the big coins as far as 10 or at least the top 50, maybe top 100 are going to move with Bitcoin with a few exceptions here and there. Out of the top 100, maybe five or so might go in a different direction than what Bitcoin goes. But generally speaking, that's how it works. So I just wanted to say that is a good thing. A lot of people are excited on Twitter. However, let's just not get too excited and let's, you know, really watch what's going on because the overall market with everything, finance, went up this week. So an interesting story that also came out that is the U.S. government is cracking down on tornado cash. To summarize what this is, basically a quote-unquote washing service as far as money can come in or cryptocurrencies can literally come in from anywhere and you put it into this tornado cycle meaning it's spinning around and you honestly don't know exactly where it's going or what actually happens the longer it stays in the app the more moving it goes around. So it makes it virtually impossible to track where funds came from, where it is going and track and link all of these wallets with individuals and such. So because of this, a lot of people that are doing money laundering or possibly doing some scams and what have you, they will dump the crypto into this thing and makes it that much harder to track and track down. And because obviously when you're stealing money or you're doing illegal things, you don't want it to trace back to a particular wallet. And a lot of the times when people are making their withdrawals and something along the way, there's going to be some sort of connection to a human person that could be trackable. So something like Tornado hides all of that and mixes and matches and makes it very hard to reveal. So the US is cracking down on that. And because of that, certain things are happening as far as with DeFi. And there are certain things that are coming down the pipeline just to look out for to know that If you are a tornado user, possibly using to try to hide for taxes and all that stuff, which I do not recommend because I always say this. The thing that brought down Al Capone, the mobster from back in the day, was U.S. tax evasions. He got away with murder. He got away with fraud, money laundering, all sorts of different things. But what actually landed him in bars is tax evasion. So with that said... Get an accountant and legally figure out how to pay less taxes, but don't try anything legal, any kind of sheisty things, because trust me, Uncle Sam wants his money. Another interesting story that kind of came up was Samsung is collaborating with Theta, and they're getting ready to do some NFT ecosystems, which is gonna be very interesting in the sense that if you're not familiar with Theta, Theta is basically a decentralized YouTube. It is a video streaming service, pretty popular with gamers, but you can get up there. And of course, the issue with YouTube Is that their censorship? They can ban a video for particular things. Now, a decentralized video service is up there just as with cryptocurrencies and NFTs and all of that stuff, not having a central hub, a central authority to shut down something or censor something. Well, that is the pitch for Theta. So I find it very interesting that decentralized video service services is teaming up with a hardware manufacturer, so interesting things could come out of this. But of course, an NFT ecosystem. I'm not exactly sure how that's going to look, but that is something to look out for. So, of course, Meta, formerly known as Facebook, is getting deeper and deeper into this Web three rabbit hole, and they're starting to roll out different things with Instagram. And they're talking about having the NFT features that are now on Instagram rolling out in a hundred plus countries will eventually be on Facebook as well. Now, it's very interesting to see because Instagram has a much younger demographics than Facebook, which is very funny. I remember when I got on that, it was young people getting away from their homework assignments and parents. But now if you talk to teenagers, they will say that Facebook is for old people, which is absolutely hilarious and really shows how quick this space moves. So I would think Facebook would have had a a very hard time as far as integrating NFTs and all that stuff because it's just an older demographic. Instagram, even over there, when you go and check out some of these pages, as we like to say on Twitter, it's like, oh, Instagram is so web too. It's because, you know, it really hasn't cracked in over there. So we'll see how all of this stuff actually rolls out and integration. But there's also another story that broke that they're partnering with the Trust Wallet. They become the main partner the wallet for Meta and anything that they're going to do with these Instagram, NFT rollouts and whatever they do with Facebook. So that's very interesting. So while we're on Facebook and all of that with Meta, what they're doing over there, Dapper has also partnered with Instagram, which will allow the people to showcase their NFTs, and it's going to be very interesting based on what I'm reading about that. You can have these digital collectibles as they're really presenting it, and they are going to allow people to connect that, and it's going to be on a separate tab as to what's going on with the regular photos and everything that you're posting. Now, I don't know exactly how this is going to click within Vibe with the Instagram folks, because it is a very different audience, as I said. So, even NFT projects, I do notice that they struggle to get an audience built up on instagram and what have you so i'd love to see how this is going to go i don't know if it's going to draw in more people or it's just going to uh, turn off the people because whoever's into web 3 is going to end up on twitter anyways i don't know uh, the exact reaction of some people are going to be excited and happy to see that yes this is all about nfts bring them over to instagram or what i i don't know i'd love to see how this develops And as I was scrolling around, I saw an interesting story that actually kind of made me scratch my head. I thought it was a little bit weird, but it's very interesting in the sense that Carhartt, which really, if you're not into construction and farming and stuff like that, you probably don't even know who Carhartt is or an outdoorsy type of person. But the reason why I know where Carhartt is because I actually used to do some construction and I think they make the world's best work gloves. They're tough durable. You can do shingles and do all sorts of things on top of roofing. Nails can rub up on this thing, but yet they're so flexible and comfortable. So I've been a huge fan of Carhartt for, I don't know, 10, 15 years now. And it really shocked me when it said Carhartt filed some trademarks and patents or whatever you want to call it, trademarks for NFTs and some metaverse assets related to the brand. And I just wouldn't necessarily see this brand as being the one that is digital in the metaverse and doing all this stuff. But the interesting thing which really fits the brand is the slogan that they trademarked is work in progress. And obviously, as I said, Carhartt is really a working man's brand. Usually all they're marketing everything is a man. And these are carpenters, farmers, hunters, and people of that nature that are out there just doing rough and rugged things. So this metaverse NFT slogan of work in progress, I think is fitting that is on brand, so I'd love to see how that's going to go. I mean, we love to say that this is a builder's market, and people, when you ask them about their project, what's going on, and they say building, building, building. So. If I were them personally, I would try to figure out how to do some sort of spin on that and say, well, if you're going to build, get Carhartt, you know, that sort of thing. Of course, not some cheesy Web2 type of ad, but something that is actually relevant. I hope they spend their time in the space understanding what's going on here, the building culture and how they can actually put this in here and uh, make things very interesting. But needless to say, I think this is very interesting for the simple fact that this is not a brand that I would expect to be in. Web3 or the Metaverse, just like how I was saying Persons, the textbook manufacturer yesterday... uh textbook publisher manufacturer, as if this is like a, an assembly line with industrial products but a textbook publisher is entering web 3 and they're going to roll out nft textbooks and that is not a gimmick if you listen to yesterday's episode you'll hear all i said about that and with this i think it's very interesting to see now i don't know exactly how they're going to roll this out because we've seen a lot of clothing brands not exactly catch on and those are much more geared to the younger hipper crowd but with this now Carhartt, this is not like the type of thing that your average 20-year-old is going to be into. This is going to be definitely targeted towards the older folks. So this is not something that's going to be in Roblox. Somehow they're going to figure out how to really tailor this stuff to a mature audience. And I would love to see how they're going to do that. So there's excitement in the air again for rightful reasons. However, you know, a lot of things, there is some questions as to, is this a really rally? Is this actually going to last? Or is this some sort of false gold, and everything's going to go back down. Now, no one knows the future. However, all I can tell you is that the entire market is at the... Financial space has gone up. But as far as what we're doing here with NFTs, I can definitely say it was interesting to see ETH finally crack 2000. Everyone was losing their mind on Twitter to say that, you know, we're back. And (laughs) some people were putting up some great memes and saying, like, I can't believe people are excited right now that ETH is at 2000. But, you know, progress is progress. I personally like to see ETH low personally because I get to get into more things and uh, really dabble into the space, test out different things. And I'm less risk adverse when I'm dropping. $50, $50, let's say, as opposed to $500, right? So having NFT projects rolling out at a low price in this market is very interesting. Let's me really want to uh, dive in and test out different things. But it was also interesting to see that Polygon or Matic cracked over that dollar mark again. And Wax P shot up to 12 cents, which does not sound like a lot, but it's very interesting to see. Wax went as far down as eight, if I'm not mistaken. And it was just really... Uh, interesting to see that usually it doesn't necessarily follow the model as much as everything. As I said before, everything tends to go off of Bitcoin, but WAX sort of does its own thing simply because that is really done on a demand basis. And if you listen to episode number 239, when I interview Lee Jenkins, the head of product over at WAX, explains that it is really a supply and demand blockchain as far as the price goes. These other chains tend to do a lot of manipulation, depending on what institutional investors are doing, or large holders and there's some interesting things that they can do to really push up that market cap and as he explained in that episode that market cap is not really the tell-all story and in fact it is really a vain model or a number to try to strive for to push up but that is what a lot of people tend to look for if something is buzzing or whatnot they look at the market cap but wax is a supply and demand supply and demand token meaning that the higher the demand the price tends to go up so if there's a massive drop or something interesting coming out or rolling out you'll definitely see the coin the token move up in value in real time so that is very unique unlike the majority of them for the most part usually it's some sort of news that breaks and not necessarily the demand to spend and buy something so it's interesting to see that even wax was up So I guess that technically means that there's a lot of activity in the space. There is some interest. People are a little bit more excited than they were a couple weeks ago. And that is always good. So of course, there's a lot of more stories, some smaller things here and there. But those are the main ones that really caught my attention that I wanted to share. Didn't want this week to just pass by because they didn't make the cut for the newsletter. However, I thought those were very interesting. I would share it anyways and make an episode out of it. So If you found value in this, I'd absolutely appreciate it if you would leave a rating and review on whatever podcast app that you are listening to, because it does help out the show in the sense that when people are looking for a new show, seeing those stars, ratings, it does help and encourage them to try it out. So if you do decide to leave one, I absolutely appreciate it. Feel free to send a screenshot over at Tropic Vibes on Twitter. And hey, I might have a treat there for you. But with that said, I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.